what's up suckers it's me i'm back sorry for the delay but uh when you have kids you essentially live with petri dishes and uh if you haven't been seeing my post in the community basically i got super sick uh for like a week and so i am back and i thought that a great thing to cover would actually be something that somebody brought up in one of my youtube comments and uh so we are going to talk today about the best way to handle studying and motivation with ADHD. So before I get into this, if this is your kind of thing, if what I do is the kind of thing that you need, please, 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 make sure that you smash the subscribe button and like this video. It helps cool people find me. It helps me find cool people and what other reason is there to have social media? Anyway, for those of you who are just joining me and who do not know, or those of you who have been following me for a while but haven't gotten a chance to hear about this, I am actually studying myself right now. I am studying herbalism, medicinal herbalism specifically. And uh, yeah, it, it's a different kind of world when you're studying, when you have ADHD, right? You. Uh, I can't really speak as a neurotypical person because I don't really know what it's like to study when you're neurotypical, but uh, we have a lot of issues when it comes to focusing for long periods of time and sitting for long periods of time as it is. So when you have something that calls for that, it can cause some issues. And there are ways to work around that. Um, and essentially it goes according to your brain and working with your brain as always. So. The, I have five good ways here to make this work. And um, I wanted to start first with the motivation to study. We are in a time of year, if you are watching this in the not too far flung future, uh, we are talking right now in December of 2022. And the last three months of the year are some of the worst for people with ADHD because this is a time where a lot of routine and a lot of things that we need to happen regularly aren't happening regularly anymore because people at work are taking time off or we're taking time off or we're expected to visit family or whatever. You know, things are constantly changing and different and we're trying to keep up with that and it's really hard. And this time of year is actually really bad for uh, keeping us on schedule and on routine. As a matter of fact, even if you've been really good at routine all year, the moment that you hit these three months, you're more likely to fall off the wagon. It's just facts. And that could be facts for other people because I'm sure I'm gonna hear it now. Oh, I don't have ADHD. Okay, great. But it's a lot harder for us to get back on the horse when you have ADHD because you have to find that motivation and that energy and that time. So. Studying is one of those situations, right? When you uh, finish school, because uh, most schools are finished at this particular point and they give you December through January usually to have some time off, it's really, really hard when you have that first test, you know, uh, to jump on to it and to start studying the way that you're supposed to. And the best way that I could say to keep that motivation going in any situation with ADHD, when you are about to see that change in your routine, is to hold on 
to the things that you can control. So maybe you can't control, you know, uh, how many days off at work your coworker is taking and then how your workload is changing uh, or, you know, how many people are, if you run your own business, say you run like e-commerce, you can't control how many people are putting in orders for you. Uh, and it's way more than usual. And so you're having to spend more hours and you're having to eat at different times and you can't control that stuff, but you can control, for example, what you eat, right? So if you generally tend to have the same thing as a snack, or there are certain things that you tend to like as snacks, become super militant about making sure that you get to have those snacks every day, because that's what you can control and keeping in control of certain portions of your life will help you to feel less out of control when it's time for you to get back on the horse. So you're probably looking at me like, all right, that's nice. What does this have to do with studying? It's the same concept. So if you are in that December, January, like break, right? And you know that you are going to have to get back on the horse to study uh, in January and that that's going to be something of a struggle for you control what you can. Maybe, you know, if you're able to get the textbook early or you're able to uh, look into the information that they give you early, maybe start reading it just little by little, right? Give yourself some time, not even every day, maybe two to three times a week. Uh, allow yourself 30 minutes even where you're just going to allow yourself to sit down and you're going to read and you're just going to kind of get a good feel for what you have to expect. You don't have to memorize anything at this particular point. You're just getting your brain used to seeing this stuff so that when the time comes for you to actually study, you're not like, I'm going to have to look at this shit for the first time since looking at it in class. And I probably wasn't looking at it in class. I was probably busy doing something else because I, I got to be focusing on a couple things at one time. I don't want to do this and you find yourself then cramming. And that brings me to the other thing that you can control, and that's trying to make sure that you spread out your study time. Um, I know that we have a tendency to leave things to the last minute, and so cramming tends to just kind of come naturally, but actually quite a few studies have shown that cramming does not work well for most people, but especially not for us. We do better when we are able to study over a long period of time and cut it into little bitty pieces. So that could look like you just finish the class that you just did and you know maybe you record your notes and you just kind of like replay the notes in the background, you know, while you're doing other shit at home or maybe you know you have a certain time each week where you're going to just look over your notes one more time or you're going to, you know, review certain concepts and if you don't understand them, you know, you send a, a note to a teacher or uh, somebody who can help you to get them to help you remember those concepts better or understand those concepts better. And it only has to be like once a week, right? Or, or like I said, if you really want to listen to notes again <laughs> at the end of the day, that. Um, but essentially what you're trying to do is you're just trying to make it so that you're kind of studying in little pieces throughout the year instead of trying to do it all at once because that's going to be too much for your brain it's going to take too much time too much focus and you're trying to force yourself to do something that your brain doesn't want to do and that isn't fair to you and it's not going to work out well so that's how you keep the motivation going 
uh, because one of the reasons that we are not very well motivated sometimes to study is because it all seems way too big. However, if you have been putting yourself into the material and trying to make sure that you kind of are getting a feel for it, uh, over time, it's not going to feel quite as big and it's not going to feel quite as hard and you're going to find it a lot easier for you to review it before your uh, final exam or whatever. I don't really have exams, so it's really hard for me to remember what it was like back in college, but I get it. Okay, so the second thing, so second thing, first thing, whatever, because that first one was more about motivation. This is more about studying specifically, but when we study, um, a lot of us tend to think of studying as I read the book, I read the notes and, uh, I close my eyes and I try to memorize and I get out some three by five index cards and try to memorize what's on that. And, and that's, that's fine if that's what works for you. But for most of us, actually ADHDers learn best through application, um, through actually interacting with the content we're learning. So, uh, for example, I'm going to use myself as an example because when do I not, um, I'm studying herbs and interacting with the content has definitely helped me to retain the information a lot better than I would if I was to just listen and take notes. And what that means is, for example, um, they have separate sheets for every single herb. And I could just print out that sheet, make notes on that sheet, keep that sheet in my notebook and just look at it when I have questions. But instead what I've done is I've actually taken the time to write what is on that sheet on a separate piece of paper. And I will actually write everything that's on that first piece of paper on a second piece of paper. Now, do you have to do that? No, but I'm interacting with that content I'm, it's forcing me to look at that content, to write it down. And studies have also shown that when you are writing things, you're more likely to retain. So I'm writing things down. I'm interacting with the content by reading it line by line and making sure that I'm writing it line by line. And I'm remembering that way. Another way is uh, just by practice. Like I am learning to make medicines. I'm learning to make uh, different elixirs and oils and tinctures and things like that. And I read about it and I read about what they should be doing and how it should be feeling, but it also works well for me to actually try to make them myself and to test them out myself and to see what they feel like. So for you, if you don't do something where you can you know, make things with your hands, like say it's, it's math uh, and you're a maths major and hats off to you because holy shit. Uh, if you are a maths major, for example, maybe what you do is you just try to find some um, example problems online and you work those example problems. And the ones that you get wrong, you ask about or you try to understand how you got them wrong. Uh, if you are studying um, something like medicine, and you are having to pay attention to all different parts of the body. And, you know, yeah, you could go ahead and look through those cards and that's probably going to be helpful to a degree, but maybe it's just as simple as having someone quiz you or making it so that you set up your own quiz online 
uh, or if you really want to go crazy with it, you know, maybe you get your own skeleton and you sit there and you just name the different bones, but you're testing yourself. You're applying that knowledge. You're interacting with the knowledge. You're not just reading it and taking it in in a passive way. And our brains really, really like that and tend to retain that a lot better. Interact with your content. Figure out ways to test yourself on it. That's the best way for you to retain. And here's another one. Um, I've kind of alluded to it a couple times, but if you can involve other people in your study, and that can look like a number of things. It can look like having someone test you. Uh, it could look like, in my case, sometimes it's uh, just following my husband around and telling him really lame facts about the plants that I know he doesn't give a shit about, but by sharing that info, I'm still applying it. I'm sharing it with him and it's kind of helping that information to uh, better cement itself in my brain. So I'm involving him. He's not actually doing anything, but I'm involving him. So it could be that. It could also be body doubling. Uh, if you are new to the concept, body doubling is essentially just having someone else there. It's just literally having someone fill the space in the room with you so that you feel a sense of urgency, right? A sense of duty. Because sometimes we don't feel like we owe ourselves anything, but we hate letting others down. So if we know that we've got to study something and there's going to be another person expecting us to sit down and study in front of them at 2 p.m. on a Friday, we're less likely to use 2 p.m. on a Friday for something else. We're probably going to use that to study with the other person. And just another idea here, um, studying with other people can also help you get perspective or learn things in a way that you may not have tried before. Uh, a personal example, when I was studying anatomy and physiology, I was having a really hard time with the urinary system and I was trying really hard to, to remember the things that I needed to remember. And there was a guy who I studied with, who had come up with his own acronym, they just out of the blue. And it was such a helpful acronym that I actually was able to apply it right before the test. And then I was able to sit down and use that to remember exactly what it was that he had told me. And it actually saved my ass and saved my grade. Don't ask me what that acronym is now. <laughs> I don't know, but it helps. Try to see if you can work with other people in any capacity, even if it's just trying to teach other people what you know. These last two are important, but they are more of a, they're more of a problem that I see amongst clients and myself and other ADHDers. And I think that it's very important that we take this into account. This first one um, is very important. Don't study when you're tired, okay? I know that sometimes it feels like the only legit way to do this is through all-nighters and stressing yourself out in the last few seconds and being up at like 3 a.m. chugging, I don't know, what do, what do kids chug these days? You guys still drink Four loco? I don't know. Um, but, you know, chugging things and, and trying to force yourself to stay up. And your brain gets to a certain point when it's tired where it no longer retains information because it's tired. So you are actually doing yourself a disservice. Plus our symptoms tend to get worse when we're tired. So you're going to have a harder time focusing. It's gonna take you longer to get things done. It's not a great idea. In fact, 
uh, I did a little bit of reading before I did this video because I wanted to verify some of the things that I, I knew just to make sure that I had them all correct for you. You're welcome. And they actually have found that your brain does a better job of retaining when you just very lightly, okay, not in depth, go over the information that you need to retain 10 to 15 minutes before going to bed. So you actually have a better chance of remembering the things that you need to remember if you make sure that you get plenty of rest and that you just look over things right before you go to bed. And the last thing, guys, ask for help, okay? Ask for help. I have made this mistake myself where I have been studying and for some reason I have felt like even though I am a student and my whole job is to learn the information, asking for explanations, Asking for people to elaborate for some reason feels like I'm being a burden and I can't bring myself to do it. Don't do that to yourself. If you need help, if there is something that is not making sense to you, ask. And if you can't ask a professor or a TA or you know another classmate, we are in an amazing age where a lot of stuff can be looked up online, looked up in books. Don't forget you have a library, look it up. But seek help when you need it. Don't try to take this on all by yourself. That people-pleasing part of you that makes you feel like you shouldn't be allowed to ask is an asshole and it's not to be listened to. So if with all of this, you are still finding that there's just stuff that does not feel like it is puncturing your brain and you're still struggling to understand what you felt you should be understanding. Please, 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 please find someone to help you. Okay, so that is it for today. I have one more video coming out next week uh, before the end of the year and then I will be seeing you guys again in January. So if you are here with me, Thank you so, so much. Thank you very much for helping me grow this year. Thank you for watching. Please take care of yourself, drink plenty of water, and I will see you in the next and last video of 2022.